RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches. And this is a Victory Monday, and thank the Lord. Uh, I, I don't know what would have happened with this world and in the football gods if they allowed Mac Jones to beat Tom Brady, uh, greatest of all times, against uh, a snotty-nosed kid. Uh, and obviously, Tom Brady coming back to Foxborough was a huge deal. Not a big deal, a huge deal. We talked to quite a few people last week before uh, the outing, and nobody could even think of a situation that could even compare to what Tom Brady went through on Sunday night. So obviously it was a big deal. Um, You know, everybody was going over all the hoopla and the pageantry and all that kind of stuff, and everybody wanted to know, you know, are they going to shake hands? Are they going to hug? end up getting a little quick hug at the end. I predicted that. I said they're going to hug. Of course they are. They're they're human. And uh, Bill Belichick actually set up a little meeting afterwards, and I guess they talked for 20 minutes afterwards. So, listen, Bill Belichick is a curmudgeonly old cat. He's not going to change. He's human, okay? You know, one of the things where people were really getting upset that Bill Belichick didn't meet with Tom on the way out, that's the way Bill Belichick does things. He doesn't talk about the previous week, win or lose. He just moves on. So, Tom signed with the Buccaneers. Bill moved on. He didn't need to meet with him. That was it. So there's no animosity between those two. Do they love each other? You don't have to love your boss, okay? You just have to respect your boss, and that's it. And it was clear that Tom wanted to move on. Tom did move on. And listen, to be honest with you, both teams are in good situations. Obviously, the Buccaneers winning a Super Bowl last year, being in first place this year, they're in a good situation. It was time for Tom to leave, all right, in his words. Uh, and they have a nice young quarterback. Mac Jones is a nice young quarterback. He's going to be fine, all right? Now, I don't want to hear about all this BS. Mac Jones outplayed Tom Brady. No, I didn't. Come on. It's a situational thing, okay? I hate when somebody looks, and this is the uh, this is fantasy football that does this. You look at the, the the line, you say, oh, my God, he threw more touchdowns and he threw for more yards. He outplayed him. If you watch that game, Mac Jones didn't outplay Tom Brady by any means, okay? First of all, there was numerous drops by the Buccaneers, key drops. You know, the one in the end zone was, was huge by, by A.B. Was that a tough catch? Yes, extremely tough. But he's A.B. I mean, A.B. has some of the best hands ever played in the game. There was a couple other drops here and there. The fact that they didn't have Rob Gronkowski, to me, I thought was a big deal. And, you know, maybe it wasn't that huge of a deal uh, between the 20s, but it sure becomes a big deal when it gets into the red zone. And listen, the Bucks weren't at full strength, and they won. That's all we can ask for. The Bucks, you know, a lot of people were predicting Brady put a 50 spot on this, you know, New England team. This is the part that drives me nuts a little bit. I'm not a New England fan by any means, okay? I'm now just a Tom Brady fan. I never liked Tom Brady, but why would I? He was a, he was a Patriot. And I'm not a Bill Belichick fan by any means. Am I, am I a fan of what Bill Belichick knows football-wise and, you know, his knowledge? Yes, 100%. But last week, it became disgusting the, the way everybody wanted to separate the two. Listen, Belichick is not who he is without Brady and vice versa. 
And everybody right now, well, without Brady, Belichick wouldn't be nothing. Let me flip it on you. Without Belichick, Brady wouldn't be who he is. Where do you think he learned mentality? Where do you think he learned the game from? He learned it from Bill Belichick. So let's stop separating the two. I, I think that's absolutely ridiculous, and it really seriously needs needs to stop. Let me tell you guys about a really cool way to make money, and that's with Prediction Strike, the world's one and only sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of your favorite athlete. What you do is you're, you build portfolios, and you actually make real money using everything you know about the game. So it's really almost like a real stock market. You can check out the Prediction Strike app on App Store, and you can really start today and get it, get it going. This is how it works. Simply visit PredictionStrike.com to create an account, then deposit funds to buy, sell, or hold shares of your favorite players, just like you do in the real stock market. You know, here's a great example. Jonathan Mark Martin, <clears throat> here's a great example. Jonathan Taylor was 215 to share in November. And what happened is he has some great games and he ends up going up to 615. So you made money. That's, that's the way it works. So it works just like the stock market. This is how you get started. Get started today by downloading Prediction Strike's new app in the App Store or by visiting predictionstrike.com. Sign up with the new promo code Beckles, B-E-C-K-L-E-S, to receive a free share of an athlete when you deposit $20 or more. That's predictionstrike.com and use the promo code Beckles, B-E-C-K-L-E-S. Take advantage. Now, looking at that game yesterday, Tom is clearly becoming more comfortable dumping the ball off to the backs. To the backs. Maybe we did maybe even a little bit too much yesterday. You know, I said that they missed uh, Gronkowski in the red zone. And maybe they missed Giovanni Bernard as well. He might have been a key factor in that in that game uh, yesterday. But as a whole, I thought offensively, we, we ran the ball as well as we've run in a while, which is a good thing. Uh, and defensively, the reason why we won that game was because nobody could run the ball against us. Nobody. Minus one yards rushing for New England. Uh the fact that Mac Jones was still in that game at the end, playing against Tom Brady, against that defense with minus one yards, you know, rushing, that should tell you a little bit about that young kid. Mac Jones can play. There's no doubt in my mind. Now, what we have to start getting worried about right now are injuries. Now, we Richard Sherman, who came off the street, literally stepped right into the starting lineup, played 98% of the plays, which I don't, Richard Sherman, if you listen to his interviews last week, was talking about he's going to need two weeks to get acclimated to the game. Well, you get two days, Richard, and then you got to get out there and enjoy yourself. They went after him. I don't think he played poorly. Did he give up some plays? Yes. Should he give up some plays? 100%. So, you know, as a whole defensively, you know, when you when you give up in the teens, you can't, you can't complain about that. This Buccaneer team is going to score 30 points on most. Okay, let's just get that. Let's get that straight, and then let's get to the the end of the game. You know when uh, the Patriots had the ball, fourth and three, they attempted a fifty six yard field goal. Um, you know, can their kicker make that field goal? Yes, Nick Folk has made it before. I think he was one out of four in his in in the history, which is not a great percentage, obviously. Uh, I've heard people complaining that Belichick should have went for it. Should have gone for it. Let me ask you the question, Buccaneer fan. 
and you give Tom Brady the ball back with 50-something seconds left and he just needs a field goal, give me a percentage chance you think he scores a field goal. I'll give you what I think, 90. I'm, and and I'm, Is it just because I'm a Buccaneer fan? No. Is it because I've watched a lot of Tom Brady football? Yep. You give Tom Brady 50-something seconds and he needs a field goal, I don't think I've ever seen him not succeed. At least you're going to see Ryan suck up up there attempting a field goal, that is, that is for sure. So when you w- look at this game, I don't know if the Buccaneers raised their stock, lowered their stock, stayed the same, I don't know. But you have to understand that going to New England and winning in New England, especially with all this crap going on, um, that was tough. Okay, that's a, that's that's a tough win. Now we're we're going down now. I mean, there's defensive backs falling at a frantic pace. Um, you know, yesterday Antoine Winfield Jr. was out, went out for a concussion. Carlton Davis went out with what? Like I've pulled my, I've torn my quad muscle before. It looked just like what happened with Antoine Winfield Jr. I'm a, a lineman, so I could probably I played in three weeks. He won't play for at least a month. It's not gonna happen. And we already were out Jamel Dean, and we already out uh, Murphy Bunting. Uh, like I said, we brought in Sherman, who is, you know, <laughs> just just showed up to the building. So look for the Buccaneers to probably bring in maybe a name or two other people to really mess with this uh, defensive backfield and see if we can show that up a little bit because we just have names now. You know, the Buccaneers are down their top three defensive backs you know, from the beginning of the season. So um, we have to make some changes because things are going to need to be changed here really, really soon. You know, looking at the game yesterday, a pass rush got a little bit better. Tryon got a couple sacks. Uh, he's still not a great rusher. Tryon got one sack, and literally they should give it to Vita Vea because Vita Vea pretty much picked up the tackle and the guard and put him on the sideline and let Joe Tryon come on a twist and, ma- and make the play. And the other one was on a twist as well. Tryon's not a great rusher. He's a great athlete. And I think he's a better rusher from alignment. And when you can use his athletic ability, he's definitely uh, better that way. And like I say, offensively, this, get, this team ran the ball more yesterday, and I think that's a good thing because I'm going to keep on preaching balance until the cows come home because at the end of the season, we're all going to need balance setters for sure. But we won. It's Victory Monday. All is good. The Bucks are 3-1, and one, and we can't ask for a whole lot more. Anybody ever wants to hit me up, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. If you guys have any questions, any Buccaneer questions, then please make sure you're listening to the my other podcast as well. I have a government one, and I have a marijuana podcast as well. And uh, uh, you know, this is it's football season. Hopefully, everybody's enjoying themselves, and uh, hopefully, listening to some sports radios too as well. Beckles and Retcher, ninety-five-three WDAE, three to seven. Everybody have a wonderful week, and uh, let's hope our Buccaneers heal up a little bit and get ready for next week's game. Have a wonderful week, and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Looking for studios in the Tampa Bay area to record your podcast? Radio Influence can help. With two studios on either side of the bay, Radio Influence has you covered. Engineered and produced by longtime radio professionals, achieve the excellence in podcasting that you and your listeners deserve. For more information or to schedule studio time, email us at contact at radioinfluence.com. Radio Influence, the future is now.